this morning, I'd like us to focus on the image of Adam, alone and lonely in the Garden of Eden. As many of you will be aware, uh, this image of Adam alone in the garden, it was the starting point of the great catechesis on the theology of the body by John Paul II. But before I say anything else, um, for the sceptical mind, let me point out we don't need to read Genesis as a work of science. Did I see myself as a scientist myself? I studied mathematical physics before I went to seminary. I believe in evolution. I could add that the Big Bang Theory was developed by a Catholic priest, uh, Father Georges Lemaitre. And evolution can trace out for us the, the mechanism by which God made the universe, not in seven 24-hour days, but in a progression of stages. And Genesis likewise describes a progression of stages of the heavens, the earth, the waters, the plants, the animals. And both science and Genesis together describe that at the culmination of this progression comes man. And what makes us different from all the rest of the creation is, is our mind. And much as science tries to explain the human mind in consciousness, there's something in the mind that is beyond science because it's caused by the spiritual soul. And it's the book of Genesis that explains this to us, that we are made, it says, in the image and likeness of God. God, who is pure spirit, makes something spiritual in us, the spiritual soul, which the book of Genesis uh, symbolically describes as God breathing his spirit into Adam. So, Adam. Adam, alone in the garden, gloriously in the image and likeness of God with a spiritual soul, but because of that, completely different from all the rest of creation, and alone, and lonely. And I think this image of Adam lonely there in the garden is very important in our modern world in particular. Because we live in an age of great lonely, lo loneliness. That in our modern world, the individual reigns supreme. Me, I, got to look after number one. And we've created a culture, tragically, of isolated, privatised, lonely individuals. So Adam was alone there in the garden. But he wasn't meant to be alone. That we're made for community. And we only find completion in another. As Adam found it in Eve, and Eve found it in Adam. An important part of this is the truth about our bodies, male and female. Which means, contrary to the current fashionable opinion, our gender isn't something we choose, but is rather one of the, the gifts we receive at our conception, male or female. 
And even if there are some sadly born with certain deformities, these are a matter of, of the body. It's not a matter of choice what our gender is. And similarly, if we're going to follow God's plan, not our own plan, then our bodies are designed to find union with someone else in a very specific manner. That a man only finds bodily completion in a woman. And a woman only finds that bodily completion in a man. And that completion is so significant that the Lord Jesus, as we heard in that text, says it involves a lifelong commitment. And thus he forbids remarriage after divorce. But even outside of marriage, this image of Adam alone in the garden is vital in our modern age. As I say, we're made for community. We're not made for loneliness. And this is all the more important to hold on in our culture when all kinds of different bits of our culture are, are fragmenting and decaying. That all the, the components of community and sub-communities that would have been in a local culture are withering. And it's why, among other things, the, the parish community is one we need to recognise as important and dedicate ourselves to. So we had the, the parish supper last night. We have all kinds of things organised by the SVP for the elderly. We'll have the, the Christmas fair. That, the community, parish community, it's hard work to support, as family can be hard work. But it's part of what we're made for. Now let me make a final point about this concerning celibacy. Because I stand before you not as a married man, but as a single man, as a celibate. Well, Pope John Paul II noted that the celibate stands as a very different image of Adam in the garden. That the celibate is a sign that our deepest yearning is only going to be satisfied in God. And while the celibate is a sign of that, that is true of all of us. The celibate is a sign also, as the Lord Jesus teaches elsewhere, that there isn't marriage in heaven. That we're all single there before the Lord. That the only union is, is that mystical union of us and God. So that the celibate on earth is a sign of what we're all called to be in heaven. Another aspect of this is that the, the loneliness of the priest is a sign of the loneliness in each of us. That you can be lonely in a marriage. You can be lonely even in a happy marriage. And the loneliness kind of symbolising the priest is the sign of that in all of us and that it's a sign of our need, our yearning for God. I can remember myself when I was a young man training to be a priest I would sometimes worry about whether I'd be lonely as a priest. And I'm happy to say it's not been so. That 
Being a priest has given me a unique opportunity to be close to the Lord, close to the ultimate source of the one who satisfies that longing in us. So to sum that up, the image of Adam alone in the garden is powerfully symbolic. It indicates how we are different from the rest of creation. It indicates how we are made for another. It indicates how we're made for community and how we find our fullest unity in God himself.